This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Youthful Energy, providing you with a unique energy support of pure NT Factor. NT Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, age, illness, or just being run down. NT Factor from Nutritional Therapeutics repairs damaged cells and restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half, and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking NT Factor for years. With a 45-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158, 800-982-9158, or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla. I look very much forward to doing it. I missed it last week while I was in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. we had a best of on. Yep, mm-hmm. it was good. I mean, somebody actually commented, they said, this says that it's a best of, but it's pretty interesting. It sounds good. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it was an encore, right? Right, right. I sometimes... That was a nice tweet. Occasionally, like if I'm not in the air and I'm, like, I'm on vacation, I can actually tune in to my show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I go... Oh, that's an interesting show, you know, and I kind of forgot that I was that I was talking about that. Isn't it nice to be able to you're almost like um listening like you're a stranger. Yeah. Like right. you're hearing it for the right. first time. Right. It, it it's it's we try to be as objective as we can in mm-hmm. seeing something or, or, or hearing something like that. It's interesting. But I sometimes go, Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, I kinda of forgot I was I talked about that last year, you know. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's good to get a review. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, question is about osteoporosis, right? Yes. Yes. So, uh, this is from Joan. Uh-huh. Uh, Dr. Hoffman, what is your impression? My average bone density, L1, L3. All, the, all the, whole, the, the, the whole exactly data dump. The, it's a data dump. Corresponds to 70% of peak bone mass. Two standard deviations away below the mean on both the lumbar right, spine. 2.0. Minus 2.0. So, yeah. No, she doesn't give that. She actually goes to the uh, the measurements in centimeters oh, I don't, from... We, we don't need all that. Don't Joan, we don't need all that. But the impression is osteoporosis, and she wants to know your opinion. I don't want the impression. Yeah. It's not somebody else's impression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want I want the, the wrong number. She gave us the wrong numbers, because the centimeter no, or something... Exactly. Per, but it does show that she's 2.5 standard deviations oh, okay. below the mean that, for peak bone mass, okay, which fine, means fine. osteoporosis. So that's the number I want. That's what's called the yeah. T-score. Yeah. And she's at the cusp of osteoporosis right. because 2.4 is osteopenia and 2.6 is osteoporosis. Yes. So she's right at the cusp. Mm-hmm. So I'd have to know her circumstances. Is she uh, younger, older? You know, it's more alarming if she's relatively young. Why is she having such a rapid I think she's in her 60s. 60s is sort of normal. Yeah. What would be interesting is a Z-score. A Z-score compares her to her peers of a comparable age. Ah, okay. And if her Z-score is relative, that that's a more reassuring way of looking at it. It's like, well, okay, compared to a 35-year-old, you're low, but, you know, probably a little low for a 60-year-old, but not so dangerously low. Yeah. Um, what, you know, again, I, I would comment that bone density doesn't tell the whole story. I yeah. would like to see the advent of newer tests that more uh, look at bone integrity, yes. bone structure. Yes. Um, newer tests are on the way. It may be that in five years we'll look back on this as a primitive era in exactly, bone assessment. yeah. Um, that bone mineral density may not be a true measurement of right. bone strength. Right. So there are newer tests coming right. out. Uh, don't, don't, don't be disappointed, Joan, that it may turn out that... Mm. 
you're fine according to newer tests, but, but we have yet to... So you see a patient like that, yeah. and you ask some questions. Yeah. What, what are some of the questions we'd ask? Like, okay, uh, did you... Um, have you ever... Did you lose your periods? Were you ever... Did you have an eating disorder? Did you... Have Were you, you underweight? steroids? Were mm -hmm. you underweight? Were you... Did you have an early menopause? Yeah. Are you uh, vegan? Are you vegan, which... They you know, have lower bone mineral density. Right. Let's, well, let's look at your vitamin D. Yes. Uh, do yes. you have a milk intolerance because mm -hmm. you might be getting less calcium, mm -hmm. although there are other good ways to get calcium. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, what is your yeah. supplement history? Mm -hmm. uh, have you broken a bone? Because mm -hmm. that's already evidence that you might have fragile bones. Yeah. Uh, do you have a familial history of this? Yes. Are you sedentary? Yeah. What's your diet like? What are you eating? What? But are you sitting yeah. exercising in terms sedentary? of weight bearing? You mm -hmm. know what's going on there. We need there. more weight bearing as we get older. Right. Absolutely. Um, do it, uh, could you possibly have celiac disease? Celiac yeah, disease is a, is a yeah. risk factor for osteoporosis. Mm -hmm. You have gastrointestinal problems. Are you taking a PPI for years exactly. and years? Exactly, yeah. You know, for GERD and or for acid reflux. Even antidepressants can somewhat increase the risk. They can yeah. for osteoporosis. Yep. Yeah. And that's not talked about when they're prescribed. Right. Also, in terms of mitigating the risk for an actual fracture, are you fit? Do you have good balance? Do you, uh, yes. do you need to do... Uh, 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 more therapy for balance and coordination mm -hmm. uh, and gait, mm -hmm. uh, you know, what are some, because it's actually, it's not just about making your test look better, it's preventing you from having a fracture. Yes. Right? Yes. Preventing so, the fall. Uh, making you, sure you're strong. Are you on, you know, lots of medication that can make you feel weak and dizzy that could make you yeah. fall, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, those are, you know, those, in a more comprehensive analysis we would talk about. And then, mm -hmm. and then maybe just scratching the surface because mm -hmm. it's in this, you know, format of, you know, audio you know, yeah. podcast. Yeah. You know, we're, we're just kind of riffing quickly, but we would do maybe a more careful, comprehensive risk factor assessment. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And that would, yeah, that I mean, would absolutely. You know, with any kind of, you know, like somebody has come, somebody comes in after a heart attack or bypass. Like, what? How do you get there? What caused that? You know, what can we remediate to prevent that? Right. Uh, good point. Which to pause? Yes. Because we mm -hmm. want to allow one of our sponsors this opportunity to share a vital message with our listeners. So, here goes. Listen up. Ensure your immune system is operating at its peak with an innovative natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals created exclusively to help promote a better immune response. Elderberry with Zinc and Echinacea. Future Farm's Elderberry with Zinc and Echinacea is the first to combine these three powerful ingredients. Elderberry is packed with antioxidants, vitamins, and may boost your immune system. Echinacea has been shown to activate chemicals in the body that decrease inflammation, and Zinc activates T lymphocytes. Low Zinc has been associated with increased susceptibility to a host of risks. Future Farm offers some of the most innovative products I've seen in quite a while. I use them, prescribe them in my practice, and I'm proud to recommend them to you. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's myfuturephrm, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, elderberry with zinc and echinacea, is all natural, science-based, and works without adverse side effects. Myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting our sponsors. We've got a great raft of people who help to underwrite the cost of production of the show. And we appreciate you giving them your consideration. So what's the next question? 
Fran, a different Fran, yet again. <laughs> Fran number three. Fran number three sends us a link to a very interesting article about meat eating extends human life expectancy worldwide. Wow. And she's really talking about like meat replacement products, which we're seeing a lot of, like the yeah. Impossible Burger and right. all that Impossible stuff, which I see at the grocery store and I just walk on by. It's like, <laughs> oh, there's all that stuff. Walk on there by. That's some problems. So that company is is yeah. having some, the stock is is being shorted. Yeah, and uh, they are. Oh, they're being set to fail. Yeah, huh. they're yep. being shorted. There you they're go. Well, you know mm-hmm. uh, what they did is they 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 ran it up the flagpole. Everybody saluted because it thought it would be a virtuous thing. Yeah. But when people invest with um, kind of a virtue signaling, it it. It, it is it is an opportunity for shorting something eventually yeah. because yeah. Uh, it the public accept acceptance of this has not been mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. contemplated. And the problem with a lot of these meat replacement products, and she mentions one, is that they're missing a lot of minerals, trace elements. Absolutely. Other problems are yeah, your burger didn't have nine grams of carbs before, and now it does. Oh, okay. Not with a bun. Right. Without a bun. Without a bun. Wow. Without a bun. Wow, wow. And you're filling up on all the soy, right. possibly gluten. So, so let's look at this trend worldwide, because yes. there is this this allegation that meat kills you. Yeah. And I yeah. kind of signed on to that in... Um, in what, a, back when you were macrobiotic. I was macrobiotic vegan. And yeah. it was meat what gave you heart disease, meat gave you cancer. Yep. Uh, meat you know, bad. Meat made people fat. Yes. And, you know, so that was a popular ethos, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, that's when they started, you know, Earth Day and, you know, environmental consciousness and everything. Yeah. And, you know, so, but uh, there, I did discuss this a little bit in my article on colon cancer is that the results yeah. are, are equivocal in yeah. terms of whether meat is the culprit, especially unprocessed yeah. meat. Um, but worldwide, mm-hmm. here's, here's why... That's important. Worldwide, the acquisition of meat helps people be healthier. Yes. Because yes. there are places where meat is really scarce yeah. and hard to get. Mm-hmm. So if you look at, you know, especially underdeveloped countries, mm-hmm. the addition of meat is a boon yes. to mankind. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we evolved from mostly non-cardivorous primates. We were, mm-hmm. I mean, the the stereotype is that we were monkeys and trees and we descended, you know, we used to eat fruits and berries. Yes. And, you know, and that's not quite right, but uh, we were on primarily a, you know, plants and tubers and yeah. you know, uh, things like that. Yeah. And we developed the, the key to human survival is our adaptability. Mm-hmm. We could eat anything. Yes, yes. And one of, one of the researchers says, meat of small and large animals provided optimal nutrition to our ancestors who developed genetic, physiological, and morphological adaptations to eating yes. meat products. Such and we've inherited those, adapta- those adaptations. Incisors. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which are a little bit like, you know, vampire. Yeah, the fangs. The fangs. Right. And, uh, you know, vegetarians write that off as, mm-hmm. that's just a vestigial thing. It's like, you know, like some people have a, like a little vestigial tail or we mm-hmm. have like an appendix. There's no reason it's a vestigial. Turns out there is a reason for the appendix. Um, you know, tonsils, right. why bother? You know. Yeah. <laughs> Before agriculture was introduced 10,000 years ago, meat was a staple food in the human yeah. diet. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yep. So the take-home message is, is that from this paper, 
is that meat-eating is beneficial to human health, provided it's consumed in moderation, and that the meat industry is conducted in an ethical way. That would be a good thing. That means getting your grass-fed, your local farmer, all that kind of thing. Yeah, you know, Not I, the factory I, I just farmed came animals. across this an old article from somebody reposted it from 2014, mm-hmm. and um, you know I don't like to talk about things from 2014 as if they're news, but it's an insight. It so showed that uh, a, a meat diet uh, tends to be kind of pro-inflammatory, but when combined with what's called resistant starch, ah, it completely neutralizes that. Resistant starch is a prebiotic. Mm, yes, and so there's. Those white beans and so, those so potatoes. So there's an argument for a diet which is mm-hmm. contains meat, but also contains a lot of veg- vegetation mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. produce. Which is helpful in that regard, yeah. right, right. Because we're getting a lot of the pre and the probiotics from our food. Fran, thank you for that very interesting article. Yeah, we appreciate contributions like that. Yeah. We have an email from Carrie, who's... you got a reference to that article that people can look that up? Yes, actually it's from... MedicalExpress.com. This is from February. Uh, February 22, 22. Oh, what were we just saying during the break? Yeah. February 22, by Michelle Ann Nardelli in Medical Press. In Medical Press. Okay, so you want to yeah. see that article. You want to go see and, it. You know, and you show it to it. your vegan friends you know, when they give you flack. When they give you flack, exactly. <laughs> so we have an email from Carrie. Help, I know how important it is to take fish oil, but it always repeats on me. That we, I, I, one of the gals who was, uh, I was riding with you, I said, what supplements do you take? Yeah. I said, yeah, take some fish oil. She said, oh, I don't eat fish, and I can't stand uh, the, the pills because pills of the burps. Yeah. So what do you do for that? That's like this. Yeah. And she says, I take a good quality one, too. Propax with NT Factor. Any suggestions? Put it in the fridge. Well, keep the fish free, oil on the freeze fridge. it. You could freeze it freeze too. Freeze it. Yeah. That's one. Mm-hmm. But let's say you're really intolerant. You get that fish oil burp thing. Um, you can uh, get DHA from uh, algae-based products that is going to be less likely to repeat on you. Yeah. A At vegan form of DHA. It's like vegan omega-3. Yes. Uh, alternatively, you can get it from flax oil. Yeah. Um, Although but flax oil doesn't, doesn't convert, necessarily, necessarily convert well. Yeah. Yeah. It, some people it does and some people yeah. it doesn't. 70% of us it doesn't, apparently. Right. With, a, <clears throat> with a, a, a tendency among Nordic people to have less of the ability to convert. But because they ate pe- all that fish. people in equatorial regions uh, eat more vegetables and less uh, cold water fish, obviously, yeah. Yeah. they have retained that. So somebody who you say, where, you know, where are you from? Well, I'm uh, my family for generations from El Salvador. Yeah. Know? Possibly they have, uh, you know, some Native American uh, background, mm-hmm. indigenous background mm-hmm. from equatorial regions. They may not convert that well. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. They, they convert well. They convert it well. The Nordic, but the Nordic regions, not so much. Yeah. Because... Yeah. They're just eating more if fish like anyway. Scandinavian, or right, right, or right. Celtic. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe All the you're going to need a real yeah. uh, fish-derived omega three. Carrie, I would also suggest if you're taking your fish oil after a meal, take it soon after you've begun eating. Somewhere yeah. a third of the way or halfway through your but meal, take it. Not at the end, because it'll float to the. It'll top. float to the top. So, so take it more, after you've finished about a third or half of your meal, take it, continue eating to quash it down. 
Use the food as a ramrod to push exactly, it down. Exactly, right. exactly. Do something like that. Mm-hmm. Do something like that. And do keep it in the freezer. That's a help. Yeah. That's a help. And then, you know, they're quality brands tend right. to be more deodorized. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, so, she's saying a good one. Yeah. With Propex, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Carrie, make sure it's not expired. That's another thing you right. don't want. Too. Make sure it's not been Rancid. in a warm environment. You don't want any of that. Mm-hmm. If there's any kind of odor coming right. from there, you probably you're you're better off getting a new uh, a new and one. Some people have an aversion. That, you know, like sometimes I get a repeating on me. I'll go, oh wow, you know, um, I'm getting like a little little uh, little boost on my meal. You know, <laughs> it's like. It's, it's it's sticking to my ribs. It's sticking to your ribs, right, right, right. <laughs> you're minded. You're minded that you ate. <laughs> it's like, you know, reframe it oh, mentally. Oh yeah. You know? yeah. We have an email from Julie. Hi, Layla and Doctor Hoffman. You guys are such a wealth of accurate information that we can all trust. We it hope. is so appreciated. We yes, hope. we hope. Thank you, Julie. Uh, you recently had a few podcasts on heart health that included a discussion of supplements, ubiquinol and ubiquinone. What are your recommendations for a 66-year-old healthy female? Not on any meds. I exercise daily. I'm at a good weight. I'm just wanting an energy boost that this supplement seems to, to offer. I'm also interested in absorption, you know, which is more bioavailable. Well, you know, energy boost. Energy, ubiquinol but to CoQ10. Know, again, I, I, I hate to cop out to this, but I, you know, when we exp- people will say, I don't have enough energy, mm-hmm. we undertake a very... We cast our net very wide on that. And yeah. you don't just say, what supplements boost energy? Because otherwise they'd say, you know, drink, uh, you know, uh, 10 cups of Starbucks a day. And yeah. You know, you'll be, yeah. you know, wired. Yeah. We want to explore, is there some deficit that they may be experiencing? Is it hormonal? Is it thyroid? Is it the sex hormones? Is yeah. it, you know, DHEA can sometimes provide uh, energy for men and mm-hmm. women mm-hmm. Uh, over the counter. You know, this is... Not necessarily requiring a prescription. Um, is there a deficiency of some key nutrients? Is there some insulin Is yeah. there blood sugar factors involved? Mm-hmm. But uh, I will let you, I will share a couple of trade secrets. Is for energy, and you know I prize energy because I'm you know, taking these. You're active. You're very very, very active. active. I want to keep training. A um, couple of things. I do like true niagen for mm-hmm. energy. Um, Nicotinamide riboside. Nicotinamide riboside. Yeah. It's a brand name, True Niagen, mm-hmm. and it. They actually. Uh, they used to be sponsors. They came back, mm-hmm. and so you'll be hearing about them. I'm very happy that they're back because I take that supplement religiously. It's not something which you take it and you're going to experience energy right away. It's you have to sustain. Yeah. The use of it, and I think of particular importance is it sustains brain energy. I yeah, really like that's that. Great. I'm not sure that it makes people run far farther. Brain energy. Ways. Okay. There's another one that I take, and they're they're not a sponsor. I kind of wish they were, but it's okay. Um, it's uh, something brand name Mito Pure. Oh, Mito Pure, yes. And it's urolithin, and there are actually some pretty legitimate studies that suggest that it can increase strength and endurance. Wow. It's a potent extract of pomegranate, and it works on the mitochondria. Nice. Then there's uh, we, it, and it's a go look up Mito Pure. You know, yeah. Uh, a little pricey. It's about a hundred bucks a month. You know, if you want to go there, try it. Yeah. Um, I use it, and there's also, of course, NT factor mm-hmm. for energy. 
And I take mm-hmm. in T-Factor religiously. I've been taking it for 20 years now. Yeah. Plus. Yeah. Uh, I think that that uh, also supports mitochondrial function. Yeah. So CoQ10 is fine. And whether, you know, there's actually some debate when I talk to uh, Stephen Sinatra, who's an expert on CoQ10. Yes. Uh, he actually thinks that for the most part, people can do fine with good quality CoQ10. Mm-hmm. Just that when people are really perhaps run down, ill, they might need the ubiquinol form, yeah. which is more expensive. I noticed a difference between the two. Okay. I had taken CoQ10 okay. and then I took ubiquinol and okay. I said, yeah, you know, the, the confounder is I know, I know what I took right. and I suggested to myself right. that I might have more energy with this, and therefore I did, but I don't know. It was know. unblinded. It was unblinded. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got to do, <laughs> next time, you just like, you know, just like with, with a blindfold on. Yes. You know, mix the capsules yeah. and then, yeah, you know, yeah. Mix it up and say, okay, right. let's see what I'm taking. Let's you need, see a, you need a double blind uh, right. placebo crossover uh, experiment, you know. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. So, Julie, take a CoQ10, take a ubiquinol, but yeah, all, all of those are fine. The ubiquinol is said to be more bioavailable, if that's mm-hmm. something you're mm-hmm. interested in. And what are we talking, dosage for preventive for somebody who's not sick? I don't know, maybe 100 or 200? Of ubiquinol of or ubiqu- CoQ10? Of ubiquinol. Of ubiquinol, What about, yeah. you take, how much CoQ10 do you Well, no, I normally... I 200 of uh, ubiquinol. I'll right. take a 50 to 100 of ubiquinol. Okay. Yeah, but ubiquinol, we can take half the dose of CoQ10. So, they so if say. you're taking a 200 or 400 milligram CoQ10, mm-hmm. you could probably take a 100, mm-hmm. 200 right. or so, yeah. or something like that. Um, and I, I actually launched uh, ubiquinol at the vitamin shop. Um, mm. It was like a new offering at the time. And it was like, you mm-hmm. know, get the word out, Dr. Hoffman. So I yeah. did. That yeah. was, and the rest is history. Getting very popular. Terrific, terrific. We have time for one more question. Ah, okay. Here's a quick one from Tom. Why no mention of magnesium chloride? A few weeks ago, I mm-hmm. wrote an article about the different types yes. of magnesium, as did you, Dr. Hoffman. Yeah. We even had a question about it. So, and I mentioned most of the types of magnesium, but not chloride. Tom, thanks for bringing this to our attention. It's mostly available in liquids. Yeah, it's mostly available liquids and Epsom salt bath. That type well, of thing. Epsom is magnesium. It's, uh, uh, oh, that's sulfate. sulfate. Magnesium sulfate. Which is a real strong Yeah, acid. so magnesium chloride is more of a liquid yeah. thing. It's not necessarily in a supplement form. Mm-hmm. Um, if people want to take a liquid. I used to um, <clears throat> uh, I, I used to have it made up for people who don't do well with tablets. I would give them magnesium chloride. I'd have yeah. a compounding pharmacy make up magnesium chloride. Mm-hmm. But I guess there's some liquid products available. Is it bad? No. Um, huh. it's a um, pretty potent source of magnesium. Yeah. And uh, probably has not the same laxative effects, but some laxative effects as magnesium okay. citrate or magnesium yeah. sulfate. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. You know, it's, it's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. But, you know, I, these days I'm looking for mag- magnesium glycinate, for example, for sleep and relaxation. Yes. Uh, Protosor magnesium, which is magnesium three and eight, which is more directed for, towards the brain for yes. anxiety or mm-hmm. for uh, you know energy, brain energy, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Magnesium malate has is reputed to be more beneficial for fibromyalgia. Yes, uh, you know magnesium taurate more towards heart and blood vessels, blood pressure, heart rhythm. You yeah, know. yeah, right. So. so. Yes, but magnesium chloride, there you go. Not as popular, Tom, as a supplement, but yep. it's there. 
And inexpensive. Relatively yeah. inexpensive, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for that, Tom. All right. Good questions. And you know, we still have a few in the mailbag, but we need to replenish it weekly. So yes. you got a real good shot at getting uh, your question answered. Uh, if you send it to radioprogram at AOL.com, we appreciate the participation. It's great. And we have, uh, as usual, great questions this week. So thanks. Yes. Thanks to you, Layla. And um, thank you, Dr. Have a great Hoffman. week. Read the article mm-hmm. on spring allergies uh, that uh, I've written. What, what did you write about this week? Uh, for National Nutrition Month, I have grocery shopping tri- uh, tips. And I have another one coming up for the final installment for National Nutrition Month, which is March of What Do I Eat? It's very, by the way, your series has been very well received. I know that you uh, are shy away from social media because it's a time suck. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. But but I watch and uh, your articles are really resonating nicely. Good, good, good. I'm I'm happy. I mean, to a fault, I write about haggis, lofty subjects or things like that. But in terms of just grounded, practical information. Those that series is really good. So check it out at drhoffman.com. Yes, yes. Uh, and uh, and we appreciate all of your questions. Yes, indeed. <clears throat> all right. Uh, thanks for joining us. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me, but live out of town. There's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.